Hello and welcome back to the Sanctuary Group Podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. So today I'm joined by a host of amazing people. I'm joined by both Arsenal fans, fan and Arsenal fan actually. And I'm joined by Ray, Judah and DK. Ray, how you doing bro? The big boy is back. Um, Cola, listen, I have no personal grief against you, but I'm going to have to destroy your club during these talks we have because it, when you guys destroy us on Tuesday... I'm not going to hold it against you, but I'm here on uh, nothing but violence. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, at this point, I mean, coming from an Arsenal, from a Chelsea fan, I, I, I don't know how to feel about that, to be honest. <laughs> you no, can't, but, you know. <laughs> Judah, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually good, though. I'm happy, like... Uh, Man City dunked on the Saturn club that thought that they were winning the title, you know, title pretenders, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I'm good. And as expected, the Saturn West London club also lost today. So, well, and to, to top it off, Nottingham Forest won that game like as, uh, as usual. But, <laughs> anyways, the, like I said, the Man City. <laughs> The Master <laughs> game um, has brought me smile and joy this night. So yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, DK. How are you? Um, how are you feeling? Chelsea lost. Arsenal lost. But how are you feeling, DK? Yeah. Well, I've been watching the the Arsenal game while getting updates from the Chelsea game. So I could say mixed emotions. But the fact that this league is going to Man City is just making me. A lot happier. So yeah. I could do overall. Um, I'm happy. Yeah, it's good to hear from you. All right, um, Kola. I mean, it's been a whole year. I think you came here last season, and a lot, a lot has happened since you came. So I want to ask Judah this question. Judah, or Rate actually, Judah Rate. Um, how is it that Arsenal have found them, themselves in a position where they're top of the league? But now everything is coming back to normal. I mean, Ray, what can you say? Not, not necessarily normal. I think. Um... So, well, Arsenal have been they've been very lucky with injuries um, in the first half of the season. Um, everybody knows, you know, probability, right? The probability of like if you look at our season, some of the some of the losses we've had, some of the injuries and stuff, we've just been severely unlucky. On the flip side, for them, they've been very lucky with um, the injuries that they haven't had. Um, also, City was kind of going through a different period because they're integrating the new um, players, the Alvarez's and those guys there, and they're changing how they play to suit Holland. So those are the two factors that went in their way. One city has, you know, they're doing that three, two, four, one, and like they figured out their formula to get Holland involved and not just be like a, a ghost in the game. You know, yeah, you see they're they steamrolling over everybody. Now they've had one big injury, which is Saliba, and because of holding the replacement who is severely just disjoints their entire attack in the defensive structures. It is what it is. Um, but I don't want to hear any excuses about, Oh, you know, we're a young team where this, where that, no, you just <laughs> also a mentality thing. Some of the games they bought, they were two up, two nil up. Some of those games, they shouldn't have even drawn like mm-hmm. against Liverpool. That was all mentality. They just, they, they just capitulated. Against West Ham, it was weird. They went 2 0 up, and out of nowhere, they capitulated to West Ham. So it's a mentality thing. Look at West Ham right now. Like, they're flying. 
you know, the, the way what they just did almost did to Liverpool, even though they lost the game. So I think it's, it's mentality. I think it's injuries and luck it's just gone right. outside their way. So, yeah. well, let me ask you this, Kola. Um, again, same question to you. How is that? Like I said, you've not been here for a while. And last time you were here, we had a lot. A lot has happened since you've been here, basically. So what can you say about Chelsea's present situation? Um, well, talking about Chelsea, I, I, like, geez, where do I even start? Um, Chelsea's had so many problems. I think um, with the takeover, uh, I think Todd must be an American guy, I think. Um, I, I just don't feel like they had an owner that really, really had an in-depth understanding of the game. You, I mean, you can't just buy, I mean, because there's money around, you can't just throw money around and just feel like that's the solution to the problem. So I think that's, um, that's the fundamental issue. You know, and you know when you've got um, a locker room with so many stars, managing it is always going to be a problem. And um, I don't know. I just it just seems like it's a different club entirely. I mean, um, as much as I'm I'm an Arsenal fan, I, I mean, it's just this is beyond rivalry now. It's just the most sad and pathetic. You know, so um, it'll be interesting to see where things go from here. Um, I'm hearing um, what's his name. Pochettino, I think, yeah, mm. yeah. So hopefully, well, I, I don't, I don't know, but hopefully they should be able to get themselves together now. But um, it's, it, it's just looking like, I mean, the first step to to improving Chelsea's situation will be having that managerial position thing sorted. You know, I mean, they've got the players. It's just um, having everything to just click together. And sometimes when you have um, things like this, it, it might take a while, or it does take, it does take some time. You know, so um, I don't know. I don't know. It's looking like a big, a big issue in the Chelsea, in the Chelsea, in the Chelsea locker room at the moment. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, enough Chelsea for today. Um, yeah. yeah, Judah, let's see. you said you're happy because Arsenal got piped. <laughs> what made you excited? Nah, because like they were absolutely bored of the park today. Like it was like men against boys, as it should be, you know. So, so yeah. I mean, and uh, Ray's mentioned the injury stuff, and that um, Odin has been, you know, like has been appalling. But I feel like it's not even the main person. <laughs> I don't even think he's the main culprit. I just feel like he's the scapegoat. For example, Thomas Party is a fraud. <laughs> By the way, I was going to mention so, like, there's like party, you know, over the last few weeks has played absolute rubbish. Like, I watched some of their games, I think it was the game against, uh, was it not the last game that they played against um, Southampton? Yeah, yeah, I think Southampton, where party was the one that you know gave away the no, no, that was not Southampton, that was the game before Southampton. So, you, you know, like, they've had players, you know, um, what's it called? Falling under pressure, like um, fumbling under pressure, and also the Gabriel guy, their central defender, that is that that one. It's I feel like it's Saliba that is always like you know covering that guy, that guy's flaws, and you know since when Saliba's gotten injured, we've seen like the true Arsenal. Like, I mean, we have a better defensive record than Arsenal. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, yeah, now that, we do because they've conceded more goals than we have. In, in the yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine like. I don't understand to have a better defensive record than someone that was the yeah. title contender. That's that's crazy to put it into context. All right, all right. Let's go to DK. 
DK, you spoke about how you're excited as well, like, you know, but I'm curious to know your opinions on Arsenal's, like, title race at the time of the season, at the start of the season, and obviously how it's gone now. I don't know. <laughs> like, can you elaborate a bit more? Yeah, I mean, where do I even start? I feel like I, I do agree with what one of the speakers was saying about missing Saliba at the back. Like, injuries play such a crucial role. And I know a lot of fans, I've seen a lot of fans downplay um, when just one key player is missing. And it's like, no, we can easily replace that. One key player missing can change the entire, you know, trajectory of a team in that season. But um, look, I know that Arsenal fans were just hoping for top four, even though they found themselves in first place. It's still a good season for them nonetheless. Obviously, they're going to be hurt because they had the hope to win the league. They might not win the league, you know. Um, But I just want to put rivalry aside for now. I am, I don't want to say proud, but I'm very impressed with what Arsenal have done, really, this season. And um, just going forward, I don't know if... Because when was the last time Arsenal have won a game? It's back-to-back draws and this loss, right? (laughs) If I'm not mistaken. So, and they're playing... It was three straight games. They drew Southampton, West Ham, and Liverpool. I don't know the last time they won. Yeah, and they're playing Chelsea next. They're going to win that game. I don't have a problem with that, trust me. All right, let's get. You know, let's if they up. if they if they do lose that game, they're an embarrassment because we are the worst team in the league. <laughs> Bro, so, I know. also yeah. people forget, Erling yeah. Haaland just broke the most goal uh, scored in a thirty-eight game season. People just didn't remember that because they thrashed Arsenal. But yes, they did that. No, but I'm looking at the perspective on the game today, going into the game and after the game. Now, how do you feel going into it and after it? Now, how do you feel? Oh, um, did you did you call me? Yeah, yeah, you call her. Oh, oh yeah. So I mean, if we're being very very realistic, um, um, I think, and we're being objective as well. I think it's been a great season for Arsenal. Um, Man City was always going to be a problem. I didn't think it was, um, impossible to beat Man City this evening, but I knew it was going to be very very unlikely. And I just try to be as re- realistic as possible. Um. I mean, in the past three games, I, I don't think there are games that we ought to have, you know, drawn if we were actually going to give this title thing a shot. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's just the truth. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's easy to just get carried away. But when, when, you, when you look at the season right from the start, it's, it's not been bad at all. Yeah, we've had um, injuries play a part, but I think it's, it's not just injuries. It's, it's, it's an interplay of so many things, really. It's the mentality, it's the how you manage injuries, the squad depth, you know, the managerial choices, individual mistakes and all those things. Um, and then all in all, I don't think Arsenal has done really badly. Yeah, we've had defensive errors, you know, the past couple of games, Party A, and it switched off important times and cyber injury and, and, and all of that. So, um I would have expected us to have put up a stronger fight since we found ourselves in this position. Um, if we had done the right thing and then we hadn't drawn those t- three three games, I don't think this loss would have hurt as much as he did now. So, but even yeah. before, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just so sad because I mean it was, it, and I was hoping for us to do something like a Leicester, you know, and just um, <laughs> yeah, you know, just just kind of make 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 the most of it because um, yeah, let's 
put, put aside the fact that you know you're all are Chelsea fans for now. Um, Master has mm-hmm. been like this, you know, the, the, the Premier League now for I mean they're almost toying with it at this point. They don't they don't even need this right now. They, they're going after the Champions League, you know. So for them to just I mean win this thing one more time, it's just almost making a mockery of the of the league. To be honest, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah. anyone has been though. Sorry. No, but I, I don't. I don't. I disagree it's, with that because yeah, anyone. If because, if if they raise because what yeah. they've done is they've raised the floor for everybody because well, of because of if you look at the entire league the, the way the league was sixty years ago where yeah. there was only in terms of competition there's only going to be two or three people competing for the title but if we're talking about the overall quality of the league they've raised the quality of the league from top to bottom even the even some of the the lower place teams we can watch some of them look at the managers some of the managers they have some of the players they have. Some of the teams at mid table, some of the yeah. teams that are not close top three, but like so. I, I, in terms of making a mugger in the league as to like, okay, they win it every year, it sucks, but it's not like the Bundesliga where like every, the, the, there's such a stratification between like even the middle and the bottom. So I think mm-hmm. everyone's gonna, I feel like they've, they've raised the floor of the league. The only problem is like they win the league every year. Yeah. Well, um, you know, yeah, I, we yeah, can't well, have well, you guys winning it because your you fans do. are terrible. Point. But the difference between City and every other team in the league right now, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's it's glaring. We just have to admit that. I'm not saying the league is not competitive. I mean, the beauty of the Premier League is you can have the bottom team challenge or even beat the, the the top team at any point, particular point in time. But you know, if you look at Man City and Arsenal, the game we watched today, I mean, that's the first. I mean, the the first versus the second team, and it was just a golfing class, to be honest. You know, and I just feel like that 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 gap is there. You know, take nothing away yeah. from from how but- good you're. Are for I mean next next season you would still expect Man City to I mean they're probably gonna be favorites to win the league next season, you know. So I would just I would just have wanted something to be I mean the league to be more competitive. Like when we had when we had Liverpool chasing, I mean I think what was it? I think they, they got a hundred points and still did not win the league that, that particular season. That was competition, but I don't think we have anything like close to that and now this time around. So I, I just would I, I wanted disagree to... with that. I think from what I was listen, listen, let's be honest. You guys at your best, and I say at your best, aren't that far behind Man City. But <laughs> the, the class is shown when the mentalities of the two teams are just put on display. And it's like, for some reason, you guys just turn to cowards when you go against Man City. It's and, like what Judas said. Yeah. Awesome. yeah it's, like, it's like a psychological thing, you know. It's just, I mean, it's just... If today, today tonight was meant to be the game of Arsenal's life, and they just didn't pick up. You know, so that that hurts. To be honest, that that that, that hurts so bad because I at least a draw would have just you know shown that you know I mean we had some kind of fortitude within us, but it was it was bad. I mean, right. season isn't still isn't over. To be honest, but I mean, we both know like uh, we're expecting City to win it now. Yeah. So, let me ask. Let me ask Ray this question, Ray. Um, yeah. Earlier in the season, you said you're bored of Elian Haaland. He can't. You're bored. You can't watch Elian Haaland, but you can watch. I forgot who were comparing the other day. So now Haaland has broken the record. Yeah, he's broken the season and about his. I mean, he, he's a robot. I feel absolutely nothing watching him score goals. So <laughs> you know, I've, like, I maintain that. <laughs> he got two assists as well. He got KDB killed it. Obviously, actually, I'm curious to know. Ray, Ray, I'm curious to know what you think Masti did today, obviously. And then I'll come to DK and ask about KDB and Judah as well. But yeah, What Ray, did they what, do? What can you say? So early on in the game, you know how they played the uh, the first game against Arsenal in the season? They just conceded possession. 
right? And then basically, you know, they just conceded possession. They overloaded when they broke, so they would have a bunch of um, like overloads and they have spare men when they're in attack. And also, they just exploited the gaps in the back line. After they scored the, the first goal, I think around the 20th, 25th, 30th minute, instead of just doing a whole, we're just going to catch you on the break, they just started bopping the ball around, like playing like regular city. And it's like, at this point, it's like somebody who's year six going against somebody who's year 11 trying to get the ball. And then mm. they're doing that. And then they, they were, people forget that that first half, they had three clear cut chances that if Ramsdale didn't save them, this game could have been like 6 1. Right. And they wouldn't have been bad. Like, there were some good shots Holland took. There were some good positions Bernardo took. They were just playing these. It, it's like they were just, they were toying with Arsenal and they were doing it in their regular possession style. I thought they were just going to concede possession, hit them on the break. They're like, nah, wait, these guys are little boys to us. And the way they started playing, it was just a, a systematic, just, just disrespect. Like, it's a footballing lesson. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, that's what they did. They 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 started counterattacking and they stopped and they just played the regular game and they just killed them off. Done. Uh, DK, DK, what can you say about the game today as well? Man City Arsenal. I know Chelsea lost today. We're gonna come to Chelsea, but yeah, DK, what was your opinion on the game today? Man City Arsenal. Yeah, no. Um, Man City made Arsenal look like <laughs> I don't even know what to compare Arsenal to at this point. But yeah, they saw the gaps in defense and they completely took advantage of that. And at some point, it felt like KDB and Haaland were swapping roles for a second. Mm. Very, very interesting to watch. But um, I think the first 10 minutes of the first half, okay, I thought, okay, maybe Arsenal could do something here. But, and you could see that they had some position around that tie. But after that, Man City just took over like they usually do. And it yeah. just made me look at that game and say, look, Chelsea's still going to play this Man City. If they were able to beat Arsenal 4-1, what are they going to do to us? <laughs> no. But no, they, they completely dominated that game. And it's so... You can't watch a Man City game and not enjoy the way they play football. You know, mm-hmm. I enjoyed every single minute of that entire game. Um, but yeah, Arsenal looked clueless at the back. Holding, holding was just, what was holding doing there? It was just a couple I think he was just there to add numbers, honestly, because the way they took advantage of that side, Grealish was making runs that side as well. Holding saw nothing today, despite the goal. Kuru's for the goal, but then, you know, Man City were just Man City. Yeah. Alright, Kola, what was your opinion on the game? Because obviously an Arsenal fan. Let's see. I just want to Haaland yeah. versus Holden is a matchup that I never want to see ever again in my life. You know, mm-hmm. it was just, it, 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 I mean, we're just completely outplayed. Um, there's there's no, you know, like, there's no way anyone can cannot say that. It was it was crazy. Um, I have to feel the game would have been different if Saliba was fit. But I mean, even even then, beating City at the Etihad was always going to be a monumental task. And mm. to be f- to be honest, this is the most flat I felt after a game all season. Um, I didn't expect a win, but to lose so comfortably is, is, is it just hurts. And the manner in which we did, it was it was crazy. And even like I mean, even the four one scoreline flatters us. To be honest, wow. you know, yeah, we we didn't give them a competitive game today, and to call that a title decider, you know. <laughs> it's just embarrassing to be honest um, 
Yeah, yeah. It, it was just it didn't it didn't look good at all. You know, I mean, um, she she was saying if Arsenal had played City like that, then what's City going to do to Chelsea? I don't think Chelsea can play this badly against 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 City. Mm, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, right. we, yeah, we shouldn't have. Yeah, those draws, the, the 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 consecutive draws we had, to me, I, I feel like that's that's where we lost the season, you know. So, so but, yeah, let's ask you this question: Are you saying there's no hope? Is this is done? Is that what you're saying? Well, I like to be practical and to be realistic. I, I don't see City dropping points again, you know. Maybe, maybe maybe a few points here and there, but not enough to to lose the title now. So, um, be realistic. I mean, the the, the Arsenal fan in me is, you know, is some part of me is just hoping. For some miraculous downfall, but um, the realistic part of me knows that that's, that's just not going to happen. So, uh, in a way, it's 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 kind of like a reality check, you know. It's kind of a reality check, and um, it's just I just feel that this would have been the best time if us now we're going to have a chance to win the league next season. You have almost like six six teams, seven. You never ever know. I mean, there's Newcastle coming up. You know, even Aston Villa has had a remarkable season since Emery took yeah. over. Yeah, so it's just crazy. Um, it's a competitive league, you know. That, so that's that's what you get. Um, it's sad, really, to be honest. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm just. Um, I don't know. Just kind of just think about the Chelsea game now to get my hopes up. Yeah, yeah. The perfect angle to get bring Judah in. Yeah. <laughs> Judah didn't call us about like feeling flat, you know, embarrassing. Da da da. I mean. To be honest, we can laugh at him, but we know Chelsea have been abysmal as well. So my question to you now is, you can talk about the Man City game if you want, but I mean, Chelsea lost again today. What can you say, Trudor? Um, what's that, what's that to say really about Chelsea? Like, I mean, um, we've got a manager that has lost 17 of his last 19 games. Since he has come to Chelsea, he has lost the you know, five games we have played with us now, and he has lost all five. So sure. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I, and I, I busted out laughing when um, um what's this, um, when Kola was saying that um that <laughs> Manchester I mean, is going to beat Chelsea the way <laughs> the way they toyed with us now today. <laughs> I don't think he has really watched Chelsea play yet. I mean, for Brentford to be toying with Chelsea and, you know, for Brighton, Brighton literally played Chelsea out of the park. Like, bro, imagine what an Ireland Alvarez KDB, like, bro, even if they Especially put out... Especially under Frank Lampard right now. Yeah, Especially yeah, Lampard. exactly. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, a manager that is playing six midfielders in, in, in one... In one lineup and he's talking about taxes after the game and saying he's setting up the team tactically. I mean, like, what kind of taxes are you actually setting up? Like, it's 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 I don't know. It's it's it's, it's, it's so just sad. just sad. Yeah, exactly. It's sad. And yeah. the funniest thing is, I don't see them, you know, picking up points this season sincerely anymore. Like, like genuinely, can someone tell me where they see Chelsea picking up points? Because I think we have Arsenal. No, there's two places. We have Forest and we have Bournemouth. They're the only two beatable. They beat Brighton 3-1 and Brighton... No, 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 no. But if if you watch the game, Mm. Brighton Brighton had their normal issue. Um, (laughs) Create a bunch of chances, dominate the game. 
lose set pieces and stuff like that. Ever since they lost Ferguson, they have no reference point, so they're not looking good right now. But the Brighton team that beat us is was a very different team than the one that played for us. I'm telling you that right now. But for us, is not that good. Yeah, DK, you want to say something? No, yeah, I just wanted to add if I'm if I'm looking at the fixtures that Chelsea have upcoming, the only way Chelsea gets points against any of the teams is if any of the teams gets at least two red cards in those games. I don't <laughs> see us winning those games, honestly. It's Especially if Frank Lampard. DK, you don't you don't think we'll be Bournemouth? I think we could be Bournemouth. Or in Forest, they're not that good. So, you know the problem. The problem is I thought we could beat Southampton. I thought we could beat Tottenham. I thought we could beat Wells. I thought we could flipping beat Brentford today. So Wolves no, no, well. no, no. I never thought. I never thought. I, I never thought. Yeah, it will be the most healthy thing, thing to just go and beat Man City. That's that's just that's just a crazy thing. It's, it's not gonna happen. Listen, yeah, when yeah. we played, when we played, people forget when we played Southampton. I think a week or two before that, they beat City three one in the Carabao Cup. People forgot about yeah. that. So with them, they just they're a weird team. Uh, it's weird as to how they're they're in relegation, but yeah. But Bournemouth, it's like they're not. Uh, they're, they're, Northern Forest, they're not. I looked at the table Bro, today. One more thing I mentioned: all they have to, all they have to do is just to defend, man. Like just, yeah. they just have to defend and eat on the counter. Do you not see the second goal that we considered today? Like Bro. just literally defend, and our players are clueless. They don't know how to break low block as always, as that's always been, and it's even worse now. Like I'm seeing Kante people making shots, like taking shots at the edge of the box. Like come on, man! I'm seeing Sterling, Sterling trying to jump for jump for a ball in the in the box setting with six foot tall defenders. I'm like, what's what what is going on here? So I mean, bro, I'm telling you, all those two, all those teams after this just to defend and I'm promise you they're either going away with a draw or a win. Like I literally But I'll take a draw. You won't take a draw. Chelsea I'll take a draw. <laughs> well I mean it's sad that we are talking about Chelsea like this, but it's yeah. that's the level we we found ourselves in right now and it's just sad to see what yeah, but I'm curious to ask DK this question. DK, I know you're very like positive speaker and all that. So I don't know. Can, can you can you like sum up Chelsea's season and say, okay, this is oh, okay. Perhaps can you say like, is there light at the end of the tunnel? That's what I'm trying to ask you, DK. What can you say? In regards to Chelsea. Um, the only light at the end of the tunnel that we'll see is once we get a new manager. Honestly, but for this season. I don't think there's light at the end of the tunnel. I've already given up. Look, I saw, um, sorry, I, for, I forgot his name. One of the Chelsea fans saying that um, we might get a point against Bournemouth. We have a history of losing against Bournemouth. So I, I'm not seeing that happening. Um, but guys, I've lost all hope. I feel like as Chelsea fans, is there any point of having hope right now? I don't know. Mm. Might we even do a Spurs and just sack Lampard as interim? That is possible. I don't see it happening. But if it does happen, I would rejoice, to be honest. It's not looking good. Um, oh I, I really, I really want to be positive. But there's nothing that is showing me that, okay, maybe there's hope, you know. We aren't playing beautiful football. We aren't creating as much chances. We aren't scoring. We're playing with a million defenders, zero attackers. It's not making sense. So sad. So sad. Well, I guess there's no need to... To be fair, I didn't watch the Chelsea game, so... 
I I, I want to. I watch clap. parts of it. Um, they yeah. <laughs> they don't even look like the one thing I can say is they looked like they had some semblance of structure on there, like Bruno and, and Paul. But this is just it's just freestyle vibes. Now there are a lot of good players, but it's one of them things where you can't sustain any pressure with the type of team we had. And even going back to Arsenal, like one thing I noticed in like the first five minutes, they were so nervy. Every every first and second pass they made was just loose, you know, easy to intercept. So that's kind of how we played um, Brentford. Like not in the sense that they're afraid, but it's just they don't know what to do. Because now everything's in complete freefall. So even just having a competent manager there who may not have worked on a bunch of patterns or anything, just knowing that I have a manager that if time comes, he can give me some instruction, they know they have Frank Lampard. And you can tell by the way they play, they don't know what they're doing. So me, I don't care because the season's over. So it's been, it is. it's been over for a while. Yeah, that's um, why I, didn't, I was going to watch the game. Yeah, Kola, you're quiet. Uh, I don't know a question to ask you. You can speak about, you know, the Arsenal-Chelsea situation to be had, you know, because we're going to wrap, wrap up in, in like a minute. So yeah, Kola, there's, yeah, there's just not um, not much to add again. Um, I mean, the season's pretty much over for both teams. Um, for Arsenal, I think um, the fear is that this defeat doesn't have like a a domino effect and then we'll carry it on into the next game. So I'm just hoping that, you know, those guys can just get themselves together and just, you know, play for, for pride and some form of hope. Um, there's always next season anyways. And, and for Chelsea, honestly, um, I mean, I, I just feel like the focus now should be on, on next season as well. So, um, I don't know. It's just been one of those strange, weird seasons. Um, you know, I, I just keep asking myself, you know, besides besides uh, you know achieving Champions League, I don't know what else Aston was. We, I mean, we've shown growth. It's just, uh, I mean, is this going to be something that we carry on to the next season and then improve upon, or is it going to be back to square one? I I don't really know. Wait, uh, question. Yeah, because because you guys lost back to back to City. Is this if you guys don't win the league, is it a failure of a season? Well, yeah. If 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 I'm being objective, um, from from the start, I think we would have taken Champions League, uh, Champions League position. So I don't think I think it's been a great season. You know, it's just the way the season has gone. No, um, I didn't, that didn't ask my question. Is this a successful yeah. season? Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's just it doesn't have that feeling, you know, because of the way the season has gone. So the the feeling of it being a successful, it's it's just it doesn't feel like it, but it really it, it is. It is a successful season. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Um, before call it a day, can we just do like a quick prediction for the Arsenal Chelsea game? I think we're playing away from we're playing the Emirates. So no, 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 no. It's, it's 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 at Stamford Bridge. No, it's at the Emirates because I remember. Um, remember really? we played. We yeah, played they came. At, they came at home and they cooked us. Oh, one that was at home. Yeah, oh. at the Emirates. So it's a good chance for Arsenal to bounce back. Hopefully not, but yeah. <laughs> so quick prediction. Um. Let's start with Judah. Judah, what are you saying? <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know, but obviously Arsenal win. So, I, 
Probably uh. nothing less than a 2 0 win. So probably two or three because they obviously would want to back back um, bounce back rather from you know the numerous disappointing results they've had so far. And what better way to do that than a London um what's it called? London Derby. Yeah, yeah, London Derby, so like a rivalry and all that. So yeah. And they always turn up against against Chelsea anyways. So so yeah. Ray, Ray, what can you say? Predictions. Listen, no matter how logical I am as a, as a man, I would never ever strip myself of pride to know Chelsea. That's what I'm saying on the spot. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I say one. I say one one. We take a draw. You know, I say one one. Okay. Um, Kola, how about you? Predictions. This Chelsea team, man, never a draw, man. Not in a million years. Three nil, Arsenal. What? What? <laughs> all right, all right, DK. I'll let you have the last word. So predictions. Uh, my predictions. It's two 0 to Arsenal, and I wanted to ask you. You're saying one one. Who's gonna score the goal for us? I know, right? <laughs> Probably another deflection. <laughs> but I reckon DK God is gonna score both goals. For the goal for you guys. You know what? I I need your spirit. I need your hope. I really need it. But no, the ones no, 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 no. I don't have any hope or spirit. I'm just saying these things because I can't look like a loser on the sport. I have to, you know, put my chest out as a Chelsea fan. So, what have you guys been doing all season? You know, (laughs) yeah. All right, guys, guys, sorry. um, I think the question, though, um, there's a question (laughs) that they didn't get asked. And um, mm-hmm. that, like, do you guys actually see um, Lampard leaving before the end of the season? Because, to be honest, I don't know how long we can <laughs> carry this on. Like, because, like I said, he's lot- we've not scored in seven games. Guys, seven games. Like, not one of our players has scored. The goals that we've had was, like, the own goal, um, you know, with um, Kulagalaga and all that. And I think that's literally the only goal... That's yeah. if we're even counting, you know, and you know, that's not like a Chelsea player scoring. And it's I, like, there's no way for, I don't see any um, positive coming anytime soon. So, I, do you guys see probably them just saying, bro, Poch, just like chuck him in and, <laughs> and say, bro, we have no honestly, I honestly think we point. do because because they keep you realize like they keep saying, oh, the Fabrizio's and them guys are like, oh. Uh, Chelsea closing on our green with Pochettino, and then looking at Lampard, they're like, "Oh, we might have to bring you in early yeah, in the that's season." What I'm saying. Like, I hope they do because we can't that. continue this. I don't care if it's yeah. the last three or four games. I can't continue this. It's just the same. I, I, I still, I'm, I'm the same as you because I'm, I'm thinking like they should literally look at the situation and be like, "This is not sustainable anymore." Like the whole purpose of them bringing Lampard has literally been, been like you know, been defeated because they brought him for the vibes. They brought him, you know, to get a reaction from the fans and blah blah blah. And literally, the fans stood up and were leaving immediately. The second goal came in because I was actually watching the stream and they showed the fans leaving the stadium immediately. They scored the second goal, and I mean, can you blame them? So. I, I don't see it being sustainable. Like, you, we saw where Chelsea fans were giving away tickets and, you know, on the exchange, and there were a lot of empty seats in Stamford Beach today. So, like, that's to show you we are, the points we are at in the season. So, I, I, I don't think it's sustainable for them. At Listen, so, I would have preferred, because I remember I was complaining about Frank 433, but then I was like, this 3511, 361, whatever he's doing, I'm like, why are you doing it? You know we can't score goals. 
And now you, you're, you're loading everything up with six midfielders. If you want to go up front with Aubameyang, fine. But you have Raheem Sterling, who's a winger. You have Mudrick, who's a winger. You can do a 4-2-3-1, a 4-3-3. Why are you setting up with one attacker? Like, that 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 just doesn't make any sense. If you, quote-unquote, want more goals. Exactly. Like, I, I just don't get it. It fits the whole purpose. Like, it fits the whole thinking. Because, I, like I said, after the... I saw one of his quotes after the game today, you know, where he was talking about... They were asking him about Chelsea not being able to score. And he was talking about taxes. And I'm like, bro, you're the one that flipping puts... Three um six midfielders in the team. You're putting a, a midfield of Kante, Enzo, um, um Kovacic. Kante and Kovacic don't have the best record of scoring goals. Enzo hasn't had the goal yet in in the Chelsea shirt. And you are putting, you know, you're putting Galaga. Like how many goals can Galaga get you? And it's not as if yeah, he's even putting midfielders that get you goals. You know, so he's putting midfielders that they don't have the first clue of what to do when when they are presented with the ball at the edge of the box. And it's just so like. It's so annoying, man. Like and like, Ray said, he's putting a winger in the striking position. Like at least you would think that okay, you put a a, a striker that you know can probably hold up the ball and mm-hmm. bring up the other players in, you know, and you know probably if that's the type type of tactics you want to play. But the whole point of putting Sterling in the middle doesn't even make any sense because today, like I said, I watched the game. When they had the ball and they were literally throughout the first half, there was no one for them to cross to or whatever. They were just passing around. Like, Sterling kept dropping to the right wing and there was nobody in the middle. At the point, it was Gallagher that was fucking striking for us. I'm like, what am I watching? Like, what You know what makes it worse? What just hurts my eyes? When, when Chalib was on the right, because when we, they, we changed to 4-3-3, he's playing right back. And he can't cross to save his life. It's so painful watching him cross the ball. That's that thing that was, that was fucking pissing me off. We'll leave it there. Um, DK, Kola, thank you for coming, bro. Pleasure, bro. Cheers, man. Yeah, pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Judah. Thank you, Ray. Judah, I have to commend you. Sorry, what? I said you'd have to commend you because you spent time to watch the game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I actually watched the yeah, game. Yeah, and I have to commend him as well. Like, well, takes a lot. <laughs> I mean, after the no, game, nobody's so commending me for watching the game after all the pain I've gone through. Okay. You, no, you <laughs> oh, you too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we commend you too, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, all the shows, man, and. Probably somehow, some way, they, they start getting results. Hopefully, starting against us now. Like, I mean, but it's going to be a miracle, but yeah, never say never. That's not happening, yeah. bro. We need, <laughs> we need, we need some result against against Arsenal. Yeah, go for it if you have to. I don't even care. Go for it if you have to. I was just gonna say this. I remember at the start of the episode, DK said, um, we perhaps should do like a Spurs and sack our interim manager. I know it sounds crazy, but at this point, we just need to stop it. At this point, I could tell Ray and be like, "Bring back Bruno," or you know, it's just that. I've guy. been, I've been. Listen, listen, listen. If we're just gonna take like, it sounds like a joke to people, but in the last ten fixtures, or maybe less, I don't know how many games we played. We've lost a lot. So, who's the only person who's gotten a result? Bruno Saltor. Who's the only person who's made the team look structured? Bruno Saltor. Who's the only person who made us look? somewhat threatening in what they coach. Bruno Salator. That's simple. But I'll take anybody that's not named Frank Lampard. But I'm just saying, just on paper, as an interim, he just makes the most sense. But it is what it is. It's, it's all right. 
Yeah, call it a day. Thank you guys for coming, man. Ray, especially you, because a long mm. time I've heard from you in a while. So cheers, okay. man. I'll be here on Tuesday. Yep. Cheers. cheers. Do that with in the night. Day. Yeah, uh, cheers, guys. Yeah. Yeah, good night, man. Cheers, bro. And Kola, take care of yourself, bro. No problem, bro. Cheers. Cheers. Bye, DK. Bye, bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Essential Blue Podcast. Adios.